You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 41, Chakras 101. Woohoo! We say 101 because there is a lot of information about chakras. We're just going to... So much. So much. We're just going to try to go over what each of them are, a little bit of basics, but it's definitely something you could do a very deep dive into, and we're going to try to not do that today. This will still be a long episode, even not deep diving, just because there's a lot to cover. Indeed. We have mentioned chakras before. We kind of talked about uh, crystal associations with the different chakras, and we talked about how you imagine you're sitting on the floor and your body being a pillar and the different colors associated with each part of the body. We mentioned yes. it in casting and said we would get into it in a little more details. Well, this is that detail. <laughs> so chakras and witchcraft have a correlation because if you've ever complained about being tired or having relationship issues or really any complaint in your life, it's highly likely that your chakras are out of whack. Yeah, it can literally cover everything. Yes. So when you are doing sort of your meditation related to witchcraft or you're thinking about doing spell work related to some issue, it's very important to get your chakras aligned. It's also very important to align your chakras if you are going to do any sort of astral projection or you know traveling into the spirit realm and that's sort of like third eye work yes and if the third eye is the last thing that you kind of balance so if the rest of them are out of whack that one's not going to balance so you can't balance on a shaky foundation exactly so chakras are the energy centers throughout your body it is the sanskrit word for wheel and each chakra can be visualized as a spinning wheel where energy flows in a spiraling vortex. You've probably and, seen diagrams. <laughs> yes, you've probably diagrams about it. Emotional imbalance and stress can block the energy that flows from one chakra to the next. So that can create all of these issues in uh, different areas of your life. Yes. So you can balance your chakras if they ever become stuck uh, to bring harmony back into your life. So when the energy can circulate throughout your body, you're more creative, more focused, and generally more fulfilled. And that is the, that's the goal in life, really, isn't it? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so the source of energy, especially in Wicca, which works a lot with not just the four elements, but also a fifth element of spirit. Yes. That's the, the source of energy that we're talking about when we talk about chakras, the source of these energies, you know, locations in your body is this sort of spirit element. Some people yeah. call it the soul. Um, I think, I think Wicca, right, Tara, is it's the spirit. It's spirit. Yep. That's why yeah. there's five points on the star, the four natural elements and the fifth, which is still considered a natural element, but spirit. And this sort of spirit's purpose is to, bring awareness and take you from a state of ignorance to realization of truth. So it searches for harmonious vibrations. That's what a spirit does. 
That's why it makes you feel more fulfilled because it's adding a dimension to your life that was always there, but you might not have realized before. Exactly. So when we were talking about chakras, do you want to visualize the human body as sort of a column of light and it vibrates at the frequency of each color at each different spot? Yes. So there are seven main chakras. They are the crown, the third eye, the throat, the heart, the solar plexus, the sacral, and the root that all vibrate at different frequencies and are seen as different colors. These vibrations correspond with various emotions and feelings. And when they're interrupted due to stress or sickness or other tensions, it can deplete the energy that you have available to just live your daily life. Yes. The way I was taught to visualize them is almost like an energy waterfall. Uh, when it's all smooth, it's all very pretty. It flows naturally and nicely and consistently. But if even one gets off, it messes up with everything going forward. So we are going to go over each one of them working from the top down just to tell you a little bit about them. So, but now you know this, might take a this, might, this might take a minute, get a cup of tea. So. Yeah. So the seventh chakra is called the crown chakra. This is, you know, consider it the crown on the top of your head. This is the highest chakra that opens you up to the universe, uh, to the energy from above, to intuition and spirit. And it's seen as violet in color, but some people do also see it as a bright shining white. But when you see it as both. Yes. When you see the diagrams online, though, it's usually that violet color. That's how they represent it. And it represents enlightenment and the connection to deities. The, we're going to go over sort of these kind of correspondences for each one. So the purpose is for cognition, connection uh, to spirituality and your higher self or life purpose. The location, like we said, is the top or center of the head. The color is violet. Yeah, the color is violet or white. The element is thought. The crystals, which... We did talk about this in the crystals episodes, but we're going to mention them here again. Are clear quartz, diamond, uh, moonstone, sugalite, sapphire, amethyst. The oils are frankincense, lemon, lemon balm, chamomile, rosemary, and sandalwood. Yes. Carrie, uh, you want to take away the next one? I can totally do the next one. The sixth <laughs> chakra is the third eye. It's associated with psychic visions, intuition, wisdom, perception, visualization. If it's blocked, you might not be able to access any of those things. Uh, Your thinking is generally considered muddled. Uh, If you attempt divination, it's a good idea to kind of look at this and see if maybe your energy is not flowing correctly. Um, So it's above the base of the nose, slightly higher than the brow line. In case you don't have a chart handy, that's kind of where it sits. Uh, Like I said, the purpose is linked to imagination, intuition, wisdom, ability to think clearly and make decisions. It's usually an indigo color. It's associated with light. So the crystals associated are amethyst, blue quartz, uh, purple fluorite, one of my favorite stones. Um, I knew you were going to say that. I was like, I love that stone. Uh, And then essential oils are clary sage and lemongrass. Um, there's a lot of correlations between the seventh and sixth chakra. So a lot of times they work together as well. 
and the rules speech, self-expression, communication, creativity, the arts, and speaking your own truth. Many people store anger in this chakra, so learning techniques for letting go of anger can lead to more positive change and transformation in this area. So the location, obviously, is the center of the throat on the neck. Mm-hmm. The color is blue. The element is ether or sound. The crystals are angelite, aquamarine, blue lace, agate, sodalite, turquoise, lapis lazuli, all those sort of bluish colors. Yep. And the essential oils are birch, lavender, and oregano. Ta-da! Uh, going on to the fourth, this is the heart chakra. It is located right where you'd expect it to be. <laughs> and it's associated with motions, especially the ability to give and receive love. If it's closed off, you have a tough time with relationships. And this isn't just romantic relationships. It's every type of relationships. So if you might be fighting with a bunch of your friend group for whatever reason, um, I would check this because this might be an instance of it's not them, it's you. So <laughs> just check it from time to time and make sure there's no blockages on it. Uh, like I said, love and joy is generally the purpose. It's located in your heart. The color is green. The element is air. So again, crystals tend to be the green variety. Uh, emerald, rose quartz, green adventurine. I'm mispronouncing that. I know I am and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, essential oils are eucalyptus, lime, uh, peppermint, rose, thyme, basically the same ones when we talked about crystals and essential oils that were associated with love and the gentler emotions. They, there's a lot of correlation there with this heart chakra. The third chakra is your solar plexus, which is considered to be the center of the body where energy is generated. It's usually visualized as yellow in color. And if it's out of balance, that generally shows up as a lack of energy flow and uh, low self-esteem, low self-confidence. So it's, the purpose is obviously, you know, power, self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem. It's located a little bit above the navel. The element is fire. And the crystals are obviously those fire-associated ones like amber, golden topaz, sunstone, and citrine. And the oils are, again, those really considered strong energizing ones like bergamot, clove, coriander, fennel, ginger, grapefruit, wintergreen. They're very strong scents, all of those. Yeah. And while we give you the uh, most common associations, when we talked about energy directing, this is where I always find my energy stored in my body. And I am not a fire element in any way, shape or form. So don't, they're not direct correlations. When we talked about astrology, we covered this, but sometimes there are other factors at work. But when I draw energy, it tends to this be where I visualize it to start. Just a heads up on that. And I'm not a fire element in any way. Anyway, going on to the second chakra, the sacral chakra, it's located at the pelvis. It's usually pictured as being orange in color. It's the key for sexuality and hormonal balance. It affects the entire body. No matter what state of life you're at, it can be thrown off by trauma or illness. Some people are uncomfortable with their own sexuality or their bodies in other ways. 
And this tends to throw this chakra out of whack and it will make you sick. Just throwing that out there. So the purpose is uh, authentic creation, soul fire, sexuality. It's just um, in your pelvis. It's the orange color. It's associated with water. Uh, so being orange in color is again, associated with orange crystals like fire opals and citrine. The essential oils are black pepper, cinnamon, cypress, tangerine, and orange, all very distinct and very, uh, sharp scents. <laughs> and the last one on the list is the first chakra, which is the root chakra which is sometimes called the base chakra. And it's all about being grounded and stable. It's what roots you to the earth. And when it's out of balance, you feel insecure. And when you yes. are working on healing and balancing your chakra, this is where you want to start. Yes. So always think of them as, you know, like the building blocks. You need that stable foundation. So this is the first one where you're going to start doing energy work. This is where you go. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of this one is survival, security, stability. The location is at the base of the spine. The color is red. The element is obviously earth. The crystals are the red ones, bloodstone, garnet, ruby, jasper. And the essential oils are basil, cedarwood, myrrh, patchouli, Tara's favorite. Yes, <laughs> I, like I hate that one. I hate that one. <laughs> so now that we ran through those, hopefully <laughs> quick, if you have any questions, please let us know. But and maybe... we might have a more in-depth look. This is just very, very basic stuff <laughs> yes we're trying trying to do the 101 so yes you may be wondering why you even care about this but energy work is the basis of many alternative healing techniques yes. we've talked about reiki and crystal therapy um, traditional chinese medicine these all involve energy work and it can also be found in a lot of um, religious and spiritual beliefs like hinduism buddhism it's at the core of feng shui and it's considered an integral part of yoga, which if you've ever done yoga, you obviously know. <laughs> so throughout the world, different cultures deal with energy work. Uh, the term might differ, but the idea always remains the same. It's the manipulation of energy that flows through all living things, but your body included. So for centuries, people have balanced their chakras to yes. deal with all of the myriads of issues that we talked about. Um, and that we still face today as humans. <laughs> yes. Modern humans have even more stress and chaos interrupting our lives, which yeah. makes it very easy for our chakras to become blocked. But on the flip side of that, you can heal yourself. It's one of those things that, you know, you can do this work yourself to make yourself feel better. And that's always nice to sort of have that power and control over your own feelings. Yes. So... When you are actively working towards healing, balancing yourself on every level, you can, you know, discover these deeper like root causes and not just complain that, you know, you're stressed about work or you're fighting with your boyfriend. Like you or may you're actually tired be able to, you don't know why. Yes. You may be actually able to heal all of these things, which I think is great. <laughs> yes. You'll be more fulfilled. Promise. So in order to start healing your chakras, uh, you want to do a chakra meditation. And it's like all meditations, it's just all about practice. Yep. We've talked about it before. A lot of people 
don't have uh, the focus necessary when you start out. <laughs> yep, Tara. Yep. So it just, it's any, like any other muscle that you have to build up. Yes. You just have to keep Definitely agree with that. practicing. So we, if you, there are a lot of guided meditations that you can find on YouTube or through other podcasts. So we'll try to link some of those resources, but we do have um, a written meditation to share with you, but we are going to put that on the blog rather than make this podcast super long by, you know, reading it to you and having you follow along. So you can check that out at whichwednesdays.com. And hopefully that will guide you. It's just a way to sit in a quiet space, breathe deeply, and notice where any tension is along your body. So we will post that so that can kind of, you know, guide you through that. And And the more you do it, the better you'll be able to identify where tensions lie, which chakra might be off, these kind of things. It gets better with practice, just like anything. (laughs) And another way to cleanse and heal your chakras is through yoga. Uh, most yoga poses are designed specifically for this, but I am terrible at yoga. So that's about all I have to say about that. I'll be honest. I have been terrible at yoga all my life and I've never devoted the time until, oh, about three months ago. Um <laughs> putting the time in and things and I've been doing it daily and I have definitely noticed a difference in both my skill with meditation, the way I'm feeling day to day. So it, it does work, but you do have to put the work in, especially if you have trouble with that focus thing like I do. I am not, it's, it's not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Yoga is just one of those things. I am much better at cleansing and healing chakras through meditation I and I'm not good at meditation. So yeah, med- is my fall. <laughs> meditation <laughs> comes a little easier to me. So I don't do it as much as I should. Let, I'll just be honest. <laughs> um, I, it's interesting when I have issues, though, or have complaints. I know exactly which chakra is out of balance and which one I should heal. But I just don't always put in the work to do it. And that's true of everyone. Like, it takes effort and sometimes we just don't have the energy to put the effort in at a particular time or let's be honest, we're human. Sometimes we just want to bitch about it for a while. We don't want a solution. We just want to yeah. talk about it for a bit before. We I was going to say one of, one of mine is anger. I'm quick to anger. So that's, real. you know, <laughs> me no way. Let's, you know, throat chakra misalignment. And there are sometimes I just want to stew in my anger. Okay. I don't want to fix it. I don't want to balance it. <laughs> Yes. And that's fine. We're all human. Sometimes you just want to be angry or sad or feel your feelings for a little bit before you go back to being, you know, a happier, more well-adjusted individual. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that as long as you're not murdering people or taking it out on others and things. Yeah. So so we just wanted to put that disclaimer in there that this is all well and good and we can tell you about all these things, but we are not perfect and we aren't pretending to be we're not saying that we have any of this totally under control or that we are great at totally balanced individuals. We're not. Uh, I am not as then master in any way, shape or form. And I don't see that ever happening in this lifetime, but maybe in my next life, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) That is all we have for you today for chakras. One-on-one we did 
throw a lot of information at you, but hopefully just, you know, basic information that's relatively easy to understand. If you have any questions, though, we are happy to field those over on Instagram or on our website or feel free to send us an email. Yeah, our email's up and running, too. And right now, all we're getting is notifications about YouTube. So... (laughs) Yeah, so we have been posting all of the podcast episodes on YouTube just to make it a little easier, you know, various platforms for people to listen on. And I have been posting videos each month at the beginning of each month about my planner and just showing the setup of how I, you know, track the moon and use tarot cards and things when I'm planning out my month. So if you want to see that, those are on there. Uh, We really do want to have more YouTube videos, but... Life we are who we are. We are not <laughs> Zen masters. We are we not, are not <laughs> totally together. We're trying. We're getting, we're working at it. But sometimes you just got to stew in what life gives you. <laughs> Truth. That is all we have for you this week. We will see you next week. Bye. Follow us on Insta. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.